Let me get the technology going. There we go. This morning, uh, you heard from the Acts of the Apostles, the account of Saul and his Damascus Road experience with Jesus. It was the experience that converted Saul to Paul. It was the experience that converted Saul from a persecutor of Christians to one of the most prolific writers that we find in the, the New Testament today, a, a staunch advocate for Christ. How do you go from Saul to Paul? It takes an encounter with the living Christ. And it was such an encounter for Paul that even in his writings, he would refer to that Damascus Road event many times, several at least. And one of them is in his letter to the church in Galatia. It's in the first chapter of that book, starting at verse 11. Um, if you care to follow along in your Bible, Galatians 1, 11 through 24, this is Paul's vindication of his apostleship. And he says, For I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel that was proclaimed by me is not of human origin. For I did not receive it from a human source, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. You have heard, no doubt, of my earlier life in Judaism. I was violently persecuting the church of God and was trying to destroy it. I advanced in Judaism beyond many among my people of the same age, for I was far more zealous for the traditions of my ancestors. But when God, who had set me apart before I was born and called me through his grace, was pleased to reveal his son Jesus to me so that I might proclaim him among the Gentiles, I did not confer with any human being. Nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were already apostles before me, but I went away at once into Arabia, and afterwards I returned to Damascus. Then after three years, I did go up to Jerusalem to visit Cephas, Simon, and stayed with him 15 days. But I did not see any other apostle except James, the Lord's brother. In what I am writing to you before God, I do not lie. Then I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia, and I was still unknown by sight to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only heard it said, the one who formerly was persecuting us is now proclaiming the faith he once tried to destroy, and they glorified God because of me. So that Damascus Road experience that, that Paul experienced, the one that Luke told us about in the Acts of the Apostles that Cindy read for us this morning, that Damascus Road experience remained with Paul for his entire life. It was his testimony. It was his witness 
to the transforming power of Jesus Christ. Paul's testimony and his witness are glorifying to God. Paul's testimony and Paul's witness are glorifying to God. And, they, and it causes those who hear it, who read it, to glorify God too. That's the way the transforming power of Christ works. Now, that would be enough. That would be sufficient. Except, I think we all need to realize, we all need to understand this morning, is that we all have a testimony. Not just Paul. Not just the disciples. We're all called to witness to that transforming power of the gospel of Jesus Christ, which comes alive to people who hear it in our stories, in our testimonies, who see it being walked out in our lives. Because a lot of folks, and I know you know this to be true, will not read the Bible. They won't come to Bible study. They won't darken the doors of a sanctuary. The only revelation of Jesus Christ that they see is what they see in your testimony, in your story, in your life. For some folks, that's the only Bible they'll ever, ever, ever read is your life. Paul says, it's no secret about my past. It's no secret that I was trying to destroy Christians and their whole faith along with them, if I could manage it. I was a zealot for the Jewish traditions. I was relentless in my persecution of the church. I was perfectly willing and able to do evil in the name of good intentions. Boy, is that... That should be the, the tagline for 2022. Perfectly willing to do evil in the name of good intentions. When they stone Stephen to death, Paul says, I encouraged them. I egged them on. And not only that, I held everybody's coat so that they could get a better throw. That's how zealous Saul was about purifying what he believed to be the Jewish traditions. But then he says, on the Damascus road, I encountered the living Christ. That experience blinded me physically for a time so that I could stew in my spiritual blindness for a while. And when he healed me, when he restored my sight to me, I believed in him and my spiritual blindness was healed also. And look at me now, Paul says, I'm a preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And now I'm not the man I used to be. I'm not the man I used to be because what you see in me is not me, but Christ in me. Now, I don't know about you, but when I read that, I get I get God bumps. Because for a Christian with a testimony, which we all are, we can identify with Paul. I, I know for me personally, there was a time when I was a zealot for things other than things of God. There was a time when my priorities were, were, had nothing to do with ministry or the church. I know I'm not alone in this. I'm just trying to tell you that, that we all have a testimony that speaks to people. 
People that would never think about darkening the door of a church. Because there was a time when my priorities were about my career. There was... uh, My pursuits were of things that I thought were more important than anything or anybody. Things like the accumulation of, of material goods and wealth. Things like attaining power in a corporate structure, uh, prestige, uh, human glory. All of these things were my priority. But then I had this encounter with the living Christ. I had my own Damascus Road experience and my spiritual blindness was lifted. My question to you this morning is what is or was your Damascus Road experience. We all have one. A point where you realize that yourself, your goals, your wants and desires don't really add up to much in comparison to a relationship with the living Christ. See, I used to think that position was more important than people. You know, I I, I had this opportunity and a, a lot of what I'm giving you here came to me as I was preparing to give a talk at an Emmaus walk that I was invited to do. And I was the assistant spiritual director and the spiritual director said, would you like to do the talk for dying to self? I think that's what they call it, isn't it? Dying moments. And essentially what it is, is you have the ability to give up yourself to recall the, the things that you carry in you that are not of Christ, and you have an opportunity to give them up at the base of the cross, literally and spiritually. And I was blessed to be able to give this talk, and, and it occurred to me that this account by Paul in the in in his letter to the Galatians was essentially Paul's version of my story. If God would have given me the ability to change my name from Stephen to something else, I would have taken it. Bear with me. See, because I used to think that position was more important than people. And like Paul, I I can glorify God because I'm not the man that I used to be. I had this opportunity at the Emmaus Walk to relate that experience, Paul's experience, my testimony, to a group of men who were seeking that deeper relationship with Christ. And so, immediately upon getting that invitation 
I, I went to my knees. I went to my knees in prayer asking the Holy Spirit to give me what I needed to share with these men because that transformational moment where you give up self and allow the Holy Spirit to become your guide for the rest of your life is so important. And I didn't want to blow it by getting in the way of the Holy Spirit. And so it came to me that being transparent and admitting that you have things that need to die in order for Christ to reign in your life, admitting that that's who you are, but not who God created you to be, is the step that's important in every Christian's life. And so I began to just list all the things that used to have precedence in my life. For example, I used to climb the power ladder. You ever been in corporate uh, America? You ever been in a job uh, situation where your future, your uh, ability to advance in that company depends on <laughs> who you have to step on or over to get to the next rung. See, I was unconcerned with that, who I had to step on or over to get to the next run. But, but see, because of Jesus Christ, I'm not the man I used to be. I used to try to live beyond my means. I used to spend excessively so that I would have the finest things, not for my benefit, but because it looked better to those who were looking at me. But I'm not the man that I used to be. I used to be a selfish husband. Say it isn't so. Thinking that my needs were more important than my wife's. But see, I'm not the man that I used to be. I used to be a father who was focused on my career instead of my children. But I'm not the man that I used to be. I used to be a cultural Christian. Thinking I didn't need to go to church. Thinking I could believe in a God that fit my lifestyle. Thinking that I could do my own thing on Sundays because church wasn't convenient to my recreation and relaxation time. But thank God for His grace and His mercy because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and by the power of the Holy Spirit I'm not the man I used to be. And as I told this group of men this testimony, I got a sense that the Holy Spirit was at work out there. See, Paul found that his jaded past, the testimony of his transformation from persecutor of Christians to preacher of the faith, served to show the power of the Holy Spirit to transform a sinner into a saint. See, Paul found that God who had set him apart before he was born and called him through his grace 
was pleased to reveal his son Jesus to him so that he might proclaim him among the Gentiles. Paul found that his Jadis past was used by God. And in that same way, I felt as if the Holy Spirit was using my testimony to make it clear to whoever was out there that the Holy Spirit has the power to transform. When that talk was over, a gentleman came up and said, I'm ready. And this is how clueless I was. I said, ready for what? <laughs> what are we doing next? And he said, I'm ready to have that Damascus Road experience. I'm ready for Jesus to be a part of my life. Now, I am not of any illusion that it was because of me and what I said. It was because the Holy Spirit was using my testimony. And here's the thing. He will use your testimony in this manner to reach someone and let them know that transformation is merely a proclamation away. Paul found that God who had set him apart before he was born and called him through his grace was pleased to reveal his son Jesus to him so that he might proclaim him among the Gentiles. My jaded past, your jaded past is used by a God of mercy and grace to speak into the lives of other people. To show them the transforming power of God. Paul's life, my life, your life is a testimony and a witness to the saving, transforming grace of God through Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. And when people hear it, they respond by glorifying God. How do they glorify God? They glorify God when they allow his word to penetrate their hearts. They glorify God when they hear your testimony and your witness of the gospel and their spiritual eyes are opened. They glorify God when their spiritual eyes are opened and they accept Jesus as their own personal Lord and Savior. They glorify God when they hunger and thirst for the knowledge of the word of God and they become disciples of Jesus Christ. But it doesn't end there because they glorify God when they learn enough about being a disciple that they begin to disciple others. They glorify God when those they are discipling also go and make disciples. And on and on it goes until all of us reach the maturity of the fullness of Christ. That's the way the church works. That's the way it spreads. That's how the church grows. Disciples making disciples who make disciples for the for for Jesus Christ, for the transformation of the world. Now, here's the thing. If you're hearing this and you are thinking to yourself. My life 
is still the same. I'm at a place in my life where I'm still the person that I used to be. Where I'm still all about my wants, my needs, my priorities, instead of those of the Most High God. Then the realization needs to come. You need to be made aware of the fact that it's time for a change. It's time to grow up, no matter what your age might be. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, spiritually, I put an end to childish ways. Now, I would say invite Jesus to be the Lord of your life today, but not just with words but with follow-through actions and lifestyle. Invite Jesus to create in you a clean heart and to renew a right spirit within you. Choose the free gift of salvation in Jesus if you haven't done that already, but also begin the journey of sanctification wherein you become more and more like Christ. Why? Because then... When you stand before Jesus, not in the next life, but in this one, when you stand before him in this life, when you go to him in prayer, you can hold your head up and you can look into his face and you can say, because of you, my Lord, my God, I am not the man or woman that I used to be. I am a transformed, renewed, new creation. In Jesus Christ. Not the man I used to be, but I am the man I was created to be. That's the Damascus Road experience. That's the revelation of Christ that that comes to you. When you choose Jesus. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.